and welcome to Good Hang episode 70. Keep that music down, young man, I am 70. Also, I'm a podcast, not a person, so this makes no sense, I don't understand. But all I know is that it is episode 70, one after 69. My Thank you so is, much for coming here. Oh, I'm gonna say, I was going to say my name's Nathan. Okay, my name's John. My name's Nathan. All right. <laughs> you would think 70 episodes in, we would have got some form of rhythm or tempo. Yeah. But, but that's that is, is totally losers. for losers. And child molesters. All right. Anyway, so So in this episode, we catch up. Uh, Nathan has been uh, watching people sweat all over each other and cuddle with aggression. I have also been watching that in a different form. Yeah, yeah, similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. We play a game. Sports. Sports, sports. We watch sports. Uh, We played a game. What was the game this week, Nathan? Um, This this week's game was quote-based. And John had to figure out where a certain quote came from. Hitler, Donald Trump, or Gary Busey. It is not that easy, you guys. <laughs> um, and then we go into the news. We, we talk a lot about things. Uh, not, uh, as game aside, we don't have a lot of Trump news this week because we just need a break from him. There, it's not that there isn't Trump news. It's that we don't need it. <laughs> yeah, we don't need it. We talk about different things. We talk about Taiwan leading the way in some ways. We talk about Hershey's doing some amazing things. We talk about Jackie Chan. We talk about a lot of things. <laughs> so tune in for that. Oh, Nathan, I forgot to announce the winner of our contest. Should I do it right now? Do it right now. The winner of our contest, I am very happy to announce. Keep that yeah, keep that drum roll going because I gotta find the person. How long can you keep the drum, drum roll going? Uh, potentially for keep infinity. going. And the winner is from Instagram, and her name is Charlotte Low QH. Congratulations, Charlotte. I will be uh, messaging you directly to get your information to send you the prize. Uh, are you sad that you didn't win, guys? Well, fuck you. Too bad. No. That's the way. What? John, no, John. They have a second shot. What? They've got a second shot, so you guys better not throw this one away. Sometime in this episode, we're not going to tell you when, because we want you to listen to the whole episode. Yeah, but at blackmail. some point of this episode, we're going to be playing a bonus game time, but only with you. Yeah. So, um, I'm not playing. John's not playing. We've played a game with you. All you got to do is send in your answer, be it through email, be it through Twitter, be it through Instagram private message. And if you get the question right... You, you stand, stand a chance to win. Yeah, but yeah. make sure you send it privately because that then that would just be cheating for everyone. Yeah. Uh, this is episode 70 and it's coming to you very soon. Uh, thank you again for supporting us. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Patreon if you want to get some exclusive content and to support the podcast. Until then, be good to one another. Eat more butts. Yeah! What you looking at there, John? Just my phone. Just your phone. Don't put your electronics away, man. This is like this. This this studio is like a it's like a sacred theater. How am I supposed to put my electronics away? I couldn't do this. <laughs> I couldn't perform in this sacred theater without any of my electronics. I actually find that using my computer and phone during the podcast kind of like hinders me a little bit. Yeah, but you, I well, get like crazy distracted. Well, that's the thing is that you. I have to be on it though. I'm like the one. With, I'm like with the news, and I got the game, and now I have to pick one of these amazing contestants to win our contest and it's very difficult oh yeah we had a contest on adeline's episode uh last week uh giving away two packages of her custom pins yeah uh, postcards and buttons 
The problem is no one put the right answer. No one said, listen to Good Hang. No. <laughs> you think that'd be so obvious. What was so the question? Instead, what was the question? I, so the question is, is what is your favorite thing to do on a rainy day? Oh, you bastards. Why? And yeah, oh yeah, they're the bastards. I thought you called me a bastard. I'm no, not no, a no, bastard. No. But we'll get to that later on. Yeah. A lot of cool things though. A lot of cool things though. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, hi everybody. I guess <laughs> uh, very low key. Very low key. This, yeah. it, it, this today feels like a low key episode because we're, we're recording in the middle of the day for the first time in a while. It's a three thirty p.m. I know. should be asleep right now. I should That's nap time. I should be doing other things. Um, <laughs> but you know, I had a free day today, uh, so decided to to record in the afternoon instead while the sun is out. Stop doing that, John. Electronics it's away. It's ironic. We were talking about electronics. Electronics away. I hate that sound. That's like my least favorite sound on earth. Okay, that's not me. That's you this time. My phone's on the floor. What's vibrating? What is that sound? What is that oh, sound? Oh, it's it's our pipes. It. Why do your pipes sound like that? And can people hear that? I think so. It's an old house, um, but I think I think people can't hear that. But it sounds like a phone vibrating on it. No, table. no, it's like the pipes vibrating because it's loose a little bit. What? Um, anyway, yeah. So crazy? John and I just had lunch together uh, at. A, a undisclosed location. Um, I just I don't want people to know about this place. That's had, true. Let's, not, to, let's let's be selfish. Exactly. Let's keep it to us. Yes, we're not a food podcast. No, but this, no. Is, this is not good food. Yeah, this is not like the TLC channel. Yeah, this is not food hang. This is not Discovery Travel and Living. This is not Good Eats. This is not Munchies. I, we, I wish we were Good Eats though. I wish we were Munchies. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Did no. you know that Alton Brown is bringing Good Eats to Broadway? I've heard. I have no idea what that means. What or how. Or... Like, it's, it's a live cooking show on Broadway. I guess so. I don't know if it changes every day or if it has its own thing. All I know is I wish I was there to watch it. That sounds pretty amazing. Alton Brown's my hero. I just like cooking hero. watching people cook. Like a voyeuristic. Almost. And I, I pick up little things, you know, like when they say, oh, did you know that if you blanch your seaweed first, it becomes crispier or something like that? You know, I just like these little things. That tips. made no sense. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like these little secrets. Um, but um, uh, what was I going to say? We had nagi rice. Yo. Oh, so good. Oh. It was my second time there. It was John's virgin experience. Um, he, he the, the, the eel broke his cherry it did yeah went right up in there like and i don't know if i don't remember if you mentioned it on the podcast but you when you told me about it you mentioned how like you knew it was good because there was a japanese guy next to you by himself eating yes and when he took a single bite he just stopped and kind of just went oh he shook his head like he, he went like he, he did the he's he like did oh the, fuck he did this shake of approval like oh man like you know when you shake your head and go like oh come on yeah you know? i and had that exact same experience yeah it was and really I, I like it wasn't even like planned i was just like biting i was just like oh god damn <laughs> Yeah, I knew what to expect because, you know, I, I I have had it before. So the bloom was off the rose. It's kind of like a, um, yeah. watching reruns of Breaking Bad. It's never going to be the same, but it's, it's still good. Still, It's still, you know, a good time. It's just not as great of a time. Yeah. So good. But, but like, what kind of crazy asshole only goes to a restaurant once? It's like, I'm done with this restaurant. <laughs> just like my... It was amazing. I'm drift. never going back. Yeah. Yeah. Man, but that was some good unagi. Mm-hmm. I'm, and like, I'm a big fan of the unagis. Right? And like, I I had Japanese food for like all my life. 
And I remember the first time I had sushi. Actually, I can remember the first time. But unagi is something I've had to come around on. I don't know if it's because it's like it's got bones or yeah. like it's just the idea that's an eel and an eel is like a snake. So I've only started eating unagi. <laughs> an eel is like a snake, yeah. Is that like, there's no yeah, fault in my logic. It's a, it's a sea snake. It's a sea snake. Yeah. And like, it, it was only a couple years ago that I started eating it. And man, is it delicious. But like, right. so, but I've never had, I always had like one piece of sushi, right? That's yeah, how yeah, I yeah. always had unagi. It's my first time actually having it in a bowl. On rice. And I was just like, this, um, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I'll be back. Yeah. And no, see, like, it's so much better because usually when you eat unagi in Singapore, it, it comes to you like, it's frozen and then cooked. Mm. This place, like we saw the eels swimming around, like yeah, in, we in did. little pools. Um, I think I believe they're the only place in Singapore that does this. I feel like those pools are very small. Like I feel like they were literally just a container. Like you know how like sometimes seafood restaurants will put like big, big tanks. tanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not that. This was just. Oh like, no, this no. is where we keep our eel. Like they had like a, a back room that I saw with like proper tanks and stuff. But still, but in eels. the front, they're just like they're eels. They don't take up that much space. You know, that's they're, they're, what they want again, John. The electronics, fucking hell! You're making so much sound. Um, that might have been me, but it's probably you. Um, yeah, it was you, bitch. Um, yeah, e- eels are. They're malleable. They take the shape of their container. Yeah, they're like gas. <laughs> yes. Eels or, are gas. Or cats. Or liquids. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I like the vibe of this place. And I like that we're just never going to reveal it. Never. <laughs> Though, I mean, seriously, if you Google... If you're un- smart enough, you'll figure it out. If you Google Unagi and then whatever country you think we're in, <laughs> you could probably find it. But we're, we're in who Philippines. knows? We're in Philippines We could right be now. in Manila right now. Yeah. Mabu hi. Mabu hi. Could be. We could be is what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode 70. 70, wow. I feel old. <laughs> if this episode were a U.S. president, it would be Donald Trump because he is 70 years old and he has no experience and he is now in office. We haven't done that in a while. We do have experience, though. We haven't done that in a while. I think we haven't done that since the teens. Yeah, we haven't done it since the teens. Yeah. We, used, we used to do a track. Thing. I just lo- I I lost motivation and inspiration probably, but we used to do a thing where we go like, oh, if this episode were a, um, yeah, welcome to episode twelve. Blank. If this episode was a teenager, I wouldn't want to fuck it just yet. Episode twelve. <laughs> Goodness, um, that was that was pretty awkward. That what I think I just said right there. Yeah. In no way do I condone the uh, having sex with uh, preteens. No. Unless you yourself are a preteen. Well, even then, even then, I don't think that it's is probably, something I would endorse. Probably wait a bit. I would wait at least like five to six years. Like, is there some kind of graph you could track where like first piece is okay, then second piece is okay, and then now you're rounding third? See, I don't know because I, I lived a very inexperienced life. Me too. I I didn't even like have a semblance of a relationship with a girl till I was like, 17 <laughs> so uh yeah don't ask me about these things because i am an idiot um yeah that's Fair. why that's why i i just stand on stage and sing because i'm incapable of living because anyone life. can do that <laughs> i'm incapable of living a human life you don't need emotional attachment to sing songs on stage <laughs> disassociation <laughs> um yeah but hey everyone welcome to episode 70 uh i'm nathan i am john and Thank you once again for sharing this with a friend, listening. You are the reason why we have gone this far. You are 70 the, episodes. You are the wind beneath our wings. I cannot wait for um, episode 100 whenever that happens. Oh, what are we going to do? Okay, episode 100. That will be in 30 weeks. So technically that would be in August of next year? 
around is it really that far away it feels like it's not that far away One, oh we're two, also doing three, two episodes four, a week five. oh shit that's correct snap it snap um, a crackle yeah 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 then it's probably gonna be in like what april, march april i don't know march. I, don't, I don't like math Eight, eight, one, two, three, four. About March, yeah. So wow. March is going to be our hundred hundredth episode. Hopefully, by then, you know, maybe we can do live shows and stuff. I just don't know hmm. how live shows are going to be. I don't especially, know, especially after this whole China business, you know, because. Ah. Um, Look, I, I think I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I think all we have to do is hire a bouncer. I think we call an Andrew Marco. <laughs> and be like, look, if you start yelling, he throws you out. No, it's it's not about like, you know, um, security and like, you know, rowdy audiences. It's more so like, I feel like if we went, hey, John Canzio and Nathan Artono are going to do a live show at this thing. People are going to assume that I'm, there's going to be like, I'm going to be doing like singing and music Chinese and stuff. Chinese songs. Yeah, well, exactly. I think the idea is that we'll, well, first of all. There's going to be a lot of disappointed audience members. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Because you know how many people want to see me. <laughs> that we should do that in the poster. Like, make my name huge. And then, like, with the <laughs> um, Yeah. Feet. Um, no, but I, I, I don't know if we give this away. We don't give this away. I mean, the our oldest Patreons, our patrons, will know that they actually are cordially invited yeah. to whenever we do a live episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. Every other patron who's subscribed to, at the $5 level, I must add. Yes has a free invitation so those, those guys get in first no matter what mm-hmm. and then depends on the venue depends where we do what we want to do yeah i mean i floated some ideas by you of what we want to do uh-huh. just when we're gonna do it you know yeah. but it'll be fun it'll be fun we can play games with the audience we can get people up there yeah yeah yeah. we can get them on microphone maybe these are all things that can happen in these live are all episode. things that can happen and uh i am excited i'm also terrified of the prospect of you know having a busier schedule <laughs> yep <laughs> but hey man we're young. We're young. And we're invincible and we can do everything in every time. Um, and the world is our oyster. Yeah. I, Shucks. Oh, I, I hate oysters. Really? They're delicious. I'm not a fan. I've never taken to oysters. Like, I, I the, the taste of the sea does not sit well with me. Really? Yeah. We just had unagi, which does not taste like the sea, It to does be not fair. taste like the sea. You know what it, it really tastes, does? It just tastes like barbecue. It tastes like sweet goodness. It really does. It tastes like pulled pork if it had sex with a fish. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, the texture of an eel, I've never had a snake, but it feels very unsnake-like. It feels like a denser fish. I would think snake would be more like fish, no? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, have I had snake? You have been to China. Uh, I've had snake like wine. I've had. I, I, oh yeah, yeah. I, there's a bottle snake upstairs. Liquor. I can show it to you. It's kind of scary. But um, with like a rattlesnake inside. Yeah, it's like the, like the snake's head's just looking at you, and your, it's like, your it's brother like, gets into some weird. Shit, yeah, it's like ah, get me out of the bottle. Ah. Um, I can't look at it for too Low long. Jokes. I've been dead for thirty years. Yeah, I can't. I can't look at it for too long. I, I just can't look at like animals' eyes, like taxidermy, mm. um, fish. Something about it just doesn't sit well with me i know i'm a hypocrite like disgusting meat eater you vegan bastards out there also but... nikki's right there you're like offending her <laughs> i know right? can't look her in the eye <laughs> um dead animals dead animals okay yeah. to be fair um i lost my train of thought oh yeah i hate oysters i just never took to the taste of the sea um i don't like the ocean mm. um every time i swim in the ocean it's just blech, you know the <laughs> i taste. do hate swimming in the ocean like you know it's fish fart in it yeah is the point but you know what's funny is okay about oysters is that there are two there's by far the two most famous popular preparations of it it's like one is like straight up just like raw Mm. and you put like lemon and salt and tabasco right Mm -hmm. that's just boom yeah or (laughs) smothered in cream and bacon and cheese cream and bacon and an oyster rockefeller 
Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, wait, oh. let me double check. I'm not sure if there's cheese. See, I, I, I know what I've heard the term oysters Rockefeller. I've just ne- I just never knew what it was. Yeah. And I lived in Boston for two years. My goodness. Um, and I've been to Rockefeller Center, land of seafood. Um, I had oysters once in a small little town in Maine. Um, That's the place to do it. Served with barbecue sauce. That is weird. It was really Was it yummy. deep fried oysters though? No. Ooh. It was just straight up oyster. Really fresh. That was probably like the only time I ate an oyster and went like, huh, not bad. It was like oyster with like homemade barbecue sauce served cold. And you just kind of eat it, slip it up like that. And there's something about the brininess mixed with the sweetness mixed with the kind of mesquite flavor that kind of, it, it was a nice round taste. Yeah. And the oyster was fresh enough that you didn't get that weird like briny aftertaste. That sounds um, great. But that was the one and only time I ever like enjoyed an oyster and even then it wasn't like a blow my mind enjoy it was more like right this didn't suck you know yeah <laughs> it's, a, um, it's goopy i think it's kind of the thing it's a texture <laughs> yeah. thing okay apparently there is no official like recipe for oysters rockefeller it's to your taste but like <laughs> to your taste i mean this this recipe i'm looking at right now right here has spinach uh oh, so sauce, oysters rockefeller parmesan. just basically means oysters with shit on it yeah baked or like broiled oh okay yeah I just went on a boat trip this this weekend. You were on a boat? I was on a boat with some friends. Um, and I, I, just, I just don't like the ocean. I don't know why. I never took to it. Never enjoyed it. No, no, me it. too. Me too. Like, especially in Singapore, like, like around Sentosa, the ocean's over there. When you get to the center of it, I don't know what it is. But you know when you jump in the ocean and you get stung by these little things? What are they? I don't know. It's just like... Sand mites? Is that what it is? I don't know. I, so I remember a long time ago, someone told me that they were dead jellyfish stingers. And I just kind of believed them. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's just, for me, it's just, it's just like my soul coming out of like, what are you doing in this stupid place? It's like uh, it's just itching in my very core of my yeah, being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, like someone told me very long ago that they're just dead jellyfish that stingers. That makes sense. I mean, that they're makes sense. They're swimming around the ocean and they won't hurt you for very long, but they suck when they, they touch your body. But so like, whenever I'm in the ocean, like I'll get stung like, oh, like on my arm, my chest and I come out of the ocean. But like, like how many of those things could there be in the ocean? Could well, it be full of it? Because it is every time. Exactly. Well, they're like the jet je- jellyfish stingers. So like one so tentacle, one tentacle has like a hundred over stingers. I think. Right. Yeah. Because like, you know how the one tentacle, tentacle has like the yeah, 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 yeah. Like full of stuff. Yeah, I've, so I've like seen they, Finding Nemo. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like kind of one of those like floating just around. Just floating around like microscopic. Yeah. Dude, and, why? And the, the half-life is a lot uh, shorter. Yeah. So when, you, when, when it stings you, it's gone in like two minutes, but... It just tingles. Those, yeah, those two minutes suck. That's what I'm saying. It's stupid. I think I've said it before, but like why... Go to a place where you can die just by being there. That <laughs> can be said about any place, really. Not really. Well, like you know. if you you did you you can't breathe underwater. Oh right, 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 right. I get. You get you eaten. You get yeah. eaten underwater for sure. Yeah. But like, even if you're in the air, you don't die by being in the air. You die when you hit the ground. Yeah. Or in space. Okay, you can die. Oh, in yeah, space. But I would go to space. Know, that would atmosphere. be cool. That's worth it for me. So I guess I can see the parallel. Yeah. Some people really dig the ocean, you know. Some people they, really, really yeah. dig the ocean. They call the ocean the space of the earth. Who says that? <laughs> <laughs> Me, just now. <laughs> you know how they say, like, a lot of the ocean's unexplored? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, but I, I don't enjoy it. You get stung. Salt water tastes like shit. Fish farts and fish piss and fish poop. And people poop sometimes, most probably. Most probably. A lot of people pee. Ugh. Um, not a fan. Not a fan. Not, not a fan. fan. Yeah, uh, we are a good hang, and we don't like the ocean. That's our stance. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Some people don't like Mexicans. We don't like the ocean. Exactly. Uh, do you want to get into a segment? I do. When you see your 
bud and want to know what's new, you just gotta ask, hey, what buddy. you been up to? Alrighty, John. Uh, do you want to go first on the sure. things that you have been up to? Sure. Um, you know, sometimes people say that we get really heavy on this podcast and talk about Not more. Not John. Shut up. <laughs> You're an asshole. You're an asshole. And I'm not that fat. I need to start my diet again, though. Um, that we that our topics get heavy. Um, and in that vein, I want to talk about something nice I did with some friends today and uh, this week. Uh, me and a couple of friends, most of whom were English, we went to watch the England versus Germany Masters soccer game. What is that? So basically, all these uh, former players who have been capped to either play for England or Germany right. came to Singapore and played a match. Oh. An 80-minute match. And then they played like in quarters. Like they would play 20 minutes and have a little water break. It was weird. Oh, so it was like a friendly match. It was a totally a friendly match. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. England won 4-2. Two goals by Sheeringham. Uh, and some from other people. Oh, Emil, he- Emil Heskey scored one. These are people you don't know. Nope. But yeah, it was really fun to like see people like, you know, like I've seen you on TV so and this is now like an you're an all-star here. game, is it? Basically, yeah. It was the German goalkeeper. Not anyone in particular. I didn't know oh. anyone on the German team. Of course. There was like some names that look were kind of familiar, but for the England team, even then the England team, I knew maybe like 10% of them. Right, right, right. Steve McManaman probably would have been the biggest name. Okay. Uh, he was a big hero for Liverpool back in the day. But it was fun to just watch them play. Um, Paul Scholes, who is my favorite player probably of all time, was scheduled to be there. Mm-hmm. But apparently he got a little chest cold the, the evening before flying out to Singapore, so he didn't come. What a little wussy. That's what I said. <laughs> and that kind of ruined the night a little bit. But yeah, it was just fun to just was chill. He, was he like the, the open inverted commas headliner? Yeah, I would say so. Oh, man. It depends on what you support. If for United fans, you're there yeah. for schools. If you're a Liverpool fan, you're there for McManaman. Okay. If you're a Germany fan, you're there because you are you like white supremacy. Whatever it is. Because <laughs> um, there was there was one black guy on the German team. Okay. okay. Uh, who, who was that really famous German goalkeeper that, that basically won them yes, the World Cup? Yes, he played for Bayern Munich, and his name is... I just remember him looking like a real badass. I yep. cannot remember his name. He looks like a villain from like a Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, he looks like a full-on villain, but like like the cool kind that you root for. Yeah, it's easy. You just you just Google greatest gold German goalkeepers there. It's uh, Oliver Kahn. This weird Oliver about. Kahn. He even has a villain's name. Oliver Kahn. Yes. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, so I mean, but the, the reason I bring this up is that what it kind of reminded me of was um, our mortality. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, it's like, wow, these guys are, like, in their 40s. Terry, uh, Sheringham, Teddy Sheringham, who's in his, um, who scored the most goals, is in his 50s. Damn. And I was just thinking, man, what do you do after you do that? After you have a career in football? Spend the millions and millions of dollars you earn. <laughs> but that's the, th- the sad yeah. thing. Because I didn't know a lot of these players, I started researching them. Oh. I started researching them, right? So there's this one guy who was number 12 on the England team. I'm like, this guy is so good. Uh, I later found out after Googling, his name was Lee Hendry. Mm-hmm. And he played a couple times for Aston Villa back in the eight, 90s and whatever. Was right. capped for England a couple times. Yeah. Um, retired in 2012 after playing in Indonesia. Ah. Right? Then he went back to England, played for a bunch of random Wait, teams. Wait, he played for an Indonesian team? Yep. That folded, I think. Okay, yeah. odd, odd, odd. But um, they do have a lot of money, so... Yeah. Uh, in sense. fact, speaking of random players, like the, the only goalkeeper in the England team was David James. Even you might know who this guy. Tall, black dude, pretty good, played for like Man City and a bunch of other different teams. No idea. He played for an Indian team after oh. he, he left England. 
Um, but back to Lee Henry. Um, so he, yeah, went to Indonesia, played for a year there, went back to England, played for a bunch of amateur teams, committed suicide, attempted suicide twice in 2012, and then the same year he declared for bankruptcy. And I'm just like, man, when you have a job that doesn't have security, which doesn't let you work into your 50s, your 60s, what do you do, you know? I mean, if you're not, and even then, like, these guys who don't play at the top, top, top level, you know, you make a decent salary. You may you could make what a decent like what a doctor or yeah, yeah, yeah. a businessman would, would earn, except you only make it for about ten or twelve years. Yeah, some like that, and that's being generous, you know. And it's the same with like entertainers. It's like oh, you yeah. know, either you hit it big yeah. or you or you get out of the game and you you start working somewhere else. Um, but yeah, so basically, I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm 40s, 50, 60 as, years as old. As an entertainer, like your shelf life is it's not very long that's exactly because like the things that you do they're very much based on your perceived value Mm -hmm. and that perceived value diminishes over time as opposed to say like if you're a lawyer where where like your earning just comes from like how good you are yeah and also that's it it's how much you you gain wisdom over those years so i was thinking like man bernie sanders is so fucking old or like the politicians who they're talking about to take and go to go into the white house is like like, these guys are all old like i was just thinking about oh how how could bernie sanders do this job he's so fucking old but then i was if he had you know gotten nominated but i was like you know what you earn a lot of wisdom yeah and that's invaluable yeah but like it's not the same for entertainers unless you go into a producing role or a directing role and stuff like that so basically I don't know what I'm gonna do how old is Bernie Sanders he is he's 75 75, yes Um, yeah I I guess that's kind of why nowadays especially and yeah for for a while now like entertainers you know be it a dancer singer actor whatever it is uh, it's almost necessary to wear like a lot of different hats Mm -hmm. you know like for myself, like I, 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 I sing mainly, but I've on the side picked up skills like songwriting, like music production, yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, very basic uh, like direction in terms of like videos and stuff like that. But, you know, the, you, you build these skills over time. So when the time comes that, you know, either A, people get sick of you, B, you physically cannot do this anymore, or C, like the market just doesn't exist for your kind of talent anymore. You can just go on and do something else. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I the guess smart that, thing to do. And I, I also think that's, that's the benefit that we have because sometimes when people like say you're an accountant and you just suddenly don't want to be an accountant anymore, <laughs> it's very difficult to pick up other skills late in life. You know, I don't know. I, I might be that's speaking, what I'm saying. I might be speaking in weird general. And also, like, look, if you want to succeed at like sports from a young age, you dedicate yourself fully to sports. All these yeah. people like don't have. Standard education, you commit yourself. And like, I think with sports, especially, it's tough because they spend so much time in training that they barely pick up any other skills. Mm -hmm. And like, so much time is dedicated to this, especially in their younger years. It's very difficult. I think for entertainers, we have it slightly easier in the sense that we are still out there living life for the most part. Yeah, that's true. And we're still picking up a lot of, a lot of different skills as we go through Hopefully, like you know, yes. production processes, rehearsal processes. Um, it's not very tunnel visioned, you know, whereas, again, speaking from not a lot of experience here, I'm assuming that if you play for a big soccer team, your entire life revolves around going to training Absolutely. and occasionally making appearances. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough man for an athlete yeah yeah so basically yeah i wanted to take a break from like the heavy things we talk about yeah to talk about mortality death and uselessness yeah 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 well speak, speaking about what you've been up to yeah yeah speaking about uh, uh watching sports 
I did a very cool gig this this weekend. Yeah, it looked awesome. I yeah. saw the photos and everything. Yeah. So I performed at the One Championship uh, event here in the indoor stadium. It's an MMA event. And I was so stoked. I was so stoked when they approached me because the CEO just kind of emailed me and said, hey, we'd love to have you sing the uh, national anthem at our thing, maybe sing a song or two, um, you know, because we're going to be expanding all over Asia and we want, you know, we want it to be like a Singaporean on stage representing Singapore, the country that the event's being held in. So one is based in Singapore, right? Uh, Something like that. Something like that. Most of its investors are based in Singapore. Mm -hmm. um, And the CEO is from Singapore, I believe. Cool, cool, cool. But um, its it's goal is to really get out there, you know, because there used to be a lot of Asian leagues, but I believe K1 and Pride have both folded up. So one is currently the only major MMA league outside of the US. Yeah. I th- I think so. I believe there might be some in UK the in UK Japan. Surely, surely No, Japan. Usually. So Pride is gone. Pride is gone. Wow, K1 is crazy. gone. So all the Japanese fighters have gone to uh um what you call it? One. Okay. Um singular sensation. Yeah. Uh, there's still like you know smaller leagues out there, but none at the level of which one is because mm-hmm. you know I believe they have a bit more legitimacy in terms of like their roster, um, the people on the board and everything. But it's like always everyone's always gonna be chasing UFC because it's like if you, oh, yeah, if sure, you get too sure. good for one, then you go to UFC. For and, sure, for sure. It's like how everyone on West End wants is. to be on Broadway. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, but it was such a cool event because I've never attended an MMA event before and I've never seen a live fight. The last live fight I saw was WWE, and that doesn't really count. That does not count it's even almost, a little bit. More like a live dance <laughs> <laughs> with falling. Um, but it was so intense, and it was honestly kind of scary because <laughs> it was just so real. And I found myself looking at the screen more than the actual people because looking at the people in the ring kind of terrified me, to be honest. Like seeing their faces up close, like real people struggling and wincing while they're getting punched in the gut. Yep. It gets pretty rough. Could you like hear the hits landing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so intense. so I was seated in the VIP area. Yeah. And um, did you have champagne flowing and ladies and I don't know. What's not, the VIP section like? Not I don't far. Know. I'll tell you in a bit. But, oh um, snap! I was on the VIP area and we were basically right next to the ring, and it was just too real. I just found myself looking at the screen the whole time, going like, "Yep, just gonna look at the screen, <laughs> nice distant vantage point," even though they're like five meters in front of me you, it was safer to you look at, look at the screen it was safer it felt safer to me it just <laughs> felt so real but like it also made me feel like okay i felt like the most disgusting human being ever i just felt like freaking uh julius caesar at the gladiators ring uh, eating grapes thumbs down yeah because i was sitting in the vip area we were on couches they gave us champagne they gave us beer they gave us lobster tails they gave us ice what? cream it was intense it was like a proper vip thing and i'm just sitting there on the couch watching people in front of me risking their lives for our entertainment and i'm like oh goodness <laughs> don't get me wrong the athletes were amazing you're the such event- a wuss. you're such a wuss <laughs> I would have been there like, yeah, <laughs> give me his blood, do it. And then like pour champagne over yourself. Yeah, he's like, ah, kill him. Make it rain. <laughs> um, and, but that's just me. That's just my like. Yeah, sure. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of like how every time I watch a performer on stage, I put myself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. I think it was similar for this when I was watching MMA, a sport that I feel very strongly for. Mm-hmm. I was watching it and I was putting them in, I was putting myself in their shoes and I was like, oh God, I feel terrible right now. <laughs> like sipping champagne, like eating like seafood and stuff and like watching two people like 
just go at it. Yeah. Um, but it was amazing. The athletes were amazing. A fight of the night went to a Singaporean fighter named Amir Khan. I don't know if it, it's officially fight of the night, but if, to me, to it, me was the to it was the fight of the night to me because he uh, resisted tapping to a Kimura that mm -hmm. was being held to him, on him for about 20 seconds. Yeah. If you don't know what a Kimura is, just turn your hand, take your left hand and try to scratch the back of your head with your the back of your hand. Yeah. And keep going until it hurts. Yep. That's, a, that's basically a Kimura, right? Basically. And, and but imagine imagine a very strong buff man is the person pushing yeah. your elbow towards the top of your head. Yeah, or Sandra Riley Tang. Yeah. and I would like to imagine that. Oh, yeah. Give me a second. Yeah, you there? Got it. You're all right. Then. So good. Good mental image. All right. Okay, cool. So 20 seconds, he resisted like Kimura. And like those were like... That's a terrible Kimura then. What? That must have been not oh, a very no, good no, Kimura. no. It was great. That was the scary part. It oh, was wow. great. Like he was he was either just double jointed or very flexible or something. Wow. But his elbow was going back there. <laughs> and everyone was screaming and going like, ah! And like, he just didn't tap. He refused to tap. But he turned it around and he rear naked choked the bitch. Right after the Kimura attempt? About like... 45 That's seconds after if you don't know what a, a rear naked choke is um what do you put your can you do yourself can you put your 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 neck in the crook of your elbow it's basically getting strangled and then and then okay yeah so put your your neck in the crook of your elbow and take your hand and grab your the middle of your back and then squeeze your chin down until you start to black out yeah do that <coughs> <laughs> yeah, I just choked myself. Have you ever blacked out from a from a choke? I have choked myself while masturbating, though. No, uh, what? No, wait, huh? No, huh? No, what? I don't do that. Yeah, that's that's what Keith Carradine did. No, David Carradine. David Carradine. David Carradine. R.I.P. Um, what a way to go. Uh, no, yeah. I did. I did have uh, an actor friend, maybe future guest on the show, Shane Marjuki, put me in a rear naked show because I just wanted to see what it was like. Yeah, and it was kind of like I was starting to get tunnel visioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like the, the edges real. of my vision started. I was like, oh my yeah. god, I'm gonna pass out. And yeah. then I was like, tap, tap, tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I um I I got put in a because uh, back in Boston, I had a very good friend, um, and mentor of sorts, you know, of music. Uh, we would just hang out all the time. And we were both always down to just fight each other because, <laughs> yeah, that's what friends do. That's what you do. Yeah. Every once in a while we're at a party, we'll bet you'll want to fight. And we're cool. We'll go, yeah. to, we'll go to the backyard and just wrestle. Um, he was a smaller man, uh, but a stocky man. Right. He was like, uh, like almost a full head shorter than me, mm -hmm. but just, you know, big. He was like half black and half Swedish. So, you know. Oh, that sounds know. terrifying. Yeah. Um, so imagine like a white guy of dreads, you know, basically <laughs> <laughs> like the unironic dreads that like he was born with them. That's great. Um, and he, he would choke me like his go-to move would be to choke me out. Mm -hmm. And I blacked out a bunch of times. <laughs> um, and it's a crazy feeling because when you get choked out, right. Um, what basically happens when you black out from a choke, at least to my limited knowledge is first you're choking. Yes. And then you are standing up. What? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like the, it's the almost the like it's in like, between. Exactly. It's like choke. Ah, I'm getting choked. I'm getting choked. Snap. Nothingness. Snap. Okay, standing up. Where am I? What's happening? Who is? What? Where am I? I need to wash my face. That's exactly what happened. Like I stood up all of a sudden. And I was like, wait, what happened? Yeah. I mean, this and is gonna, I, this I is going to be in the show notes right here. But there's a video of Randy Couture choking out like some random girl. Like I think it was for a radio show. Oh, what? And it really, it's just like she's like talking, 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 and she's not talking. And then he releases it. And she's like, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like it's like getting roofied, and I just you would know. Yeah, I woke up and I was like, I I just naturally 
wanted I just naturally wanted to walk towards the bathroom to wash my face because I felt like I had just woken up from like a really deep sleep. Yeah, okay. So here's the science of a choke. Like so people th- like especially how they do the movies, you know like it's like you t- someone takes their two hands and puts it around their person's neck yeah. and like squeezes. Yeah. So that that choke is not very effective because it it blocks out the air from going into your lungs, mm-hmm. right? But if you do a proper rear naked choke or a guillotine choke or any of these MMA chokes, what it does, you don't know this? No. What it does is that instead of blocking off the air getting into your lungs, into your body, instead it blocks off the blood from flowing from your heart to uh, your head. Ah, that makes sense. So that's why you get lightheaded. That's yeah, yeah, why yeah. you like, because if your brain starts getting oxygen, it's like, fuck this, I can't do anything. Shut down for a bit. <laughs> Try to save your life. Yeah. So that's that's what happens. And that's why uh, it's so quick, because it's just like literally you block off the blood in your, um, uh, it would be your, your jugular. Yeah. Yeah, your jugular. And that's, ooh. Yeah, man. Then you die. Good life experience, though, you know, like getting choked out at least once in yeah, your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you know how to react. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, anyway, it was a really cool event. Um, I got to watch fights up close. Uh, got to talk. Okay, like, okay, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> because I was sitting in the VIP section, there were a lot of like um, old Asian people, basically, like investors, you know, people right. that were invited to the event who you could tell had almost zero interest towards the event. They they could just not... Talk in business? Yeah, they just couldn't have bothered to, to really watch the fight. Waste. And they kept wanting to take photos of me because, you know, oh, my son really likes you. Oh, my daughter really likes you. Oh, you are on Quote. TV. Yeah. And he, I, you know, respect to them, you know, love them, you know, for being so nice and forward and everything. I missed so many fights, though. <laughs> I missed so many moments because they'll be like, hey, can I get a photo of you? Then like, yeah, sure, sure. Stand up, take a photo, turn back. What happened? Oh, he just he just escaped an attempt. Fuck. Aww. Another photo. Oh, uh, fight photo. Okay, sure. For photo, smile, smile. Ding, ding, ding. Fuck. Damn <laughs> it. I just kept missing like moments in the, in the event. And I was this just, is like uh, this is like a level above first world problems. I know it's a very it's like <laughs> celebrity problems. It's a very specific problem to have. I know. It's and like, don't you hate it when you order sparkling water and it's not the sparkling water that you like? <laughs> it's not Bedouin, but San Pellegrino. What is that even? I don't know. Don't even know. I'm so sick of this. But yeah, I know it's disgusting and I'm being very unrelatable right now. No, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> totally, dude. This is your life, baby. But um, it was. But I would be annoyed too if I paid. I just wanted to watch. If a I went fight. to watch a fight and I couldn't watch the fight because yeah, I just wanted to watch the fight. Just wanted to watch the fight, um, man. But but uh, uh, um, perk of you know this this newfound status, hmm. uh, I was able to go backstage. That's cool. And uh, I met Angela Lee. Oh uh, yeah, I saw the photo with her. So she's an MMA fighter, is she? She's an MMA fighter from Singapore. She's um, pretty, and I don't want to say that because I feel like she'll punch me. But she's a pretty lady. She's a pretty lady. Um, she's twenty. So be careful. Oh. Yeah, she's like a decade younger than I still you. would probably be scared of her <laughs> fa- of her killing me rather than her father. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she's a Singaporean fighter. She fights out of Hawaii, though. She trains over there because her parents have a gym. Ooh, there. she trained with BJ Penn. Does she scrap? Does oh, she scrap yeah, with BJ Penn? That. She might. I don't know, man. Probably. But um, phenomenal, phenomenal fighter. Crazy heart. If you watch her fight with... Um, her name escapes me, but some Japanese lady. Um, she straight up got knocked out but she got back up immediately mm. like she just got back up immediately and kept fighting and it was and like the the ground game was crazy between the two did you watch uh, UFC 205 by the way yes I did yeah, uh, more on that later more on that later yeah but uh, met Angela Lee very nice girl um, very generous of her time and uh, I also get to, I also got to see uh, Shinya Aoki the no, headliner uh-huh. of the night he was uh, warming up he okay. used to fight in K1, Pride, and UFC. Japanese guy. Japanese dude. Right. Yes. Uh, but he was the headliner for the night. And I got to see him do his fight prep and everything. And it was just 
seeing them in the ring is one thing, but seeing them in like a little function room, like, like practicing, work in the mitts, work in the mitts, shadow boxing, and all he, that shit. he kicked, he kicked like the the pad, and the whole room just shook. It's like he kicked it and like. Bam! The whole room just like reverberated, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But um, he ended up losing the fight. He lost to a Filipino, so you know. You yeah, represent. Yeah, um, and he just straight up walked out. You know how you're supposed to like wait for the results? Yeah, and yeah. Get yeah. your hand raised. The moment the fight, the referee stopped the fight. Um, he just walked away. You got TKO'd. Uh. Is that, what, is that what they call it when the referee Wait, stops the A stoppage, like he's just getting punched in. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he couldn't respond. Technical knockout. Oh, yeah. I, I always think it's total knockout. <laughs> <laughs> total, 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 total knockout. Total knockout. Uh, but yeah, he got he got TKO'd and... Um, it, he just walked out of the ring and everyone Crazy. was like, wait, wait, no, stay, stay, stay. We need to do the things. And no, he just he's walked like, away. He, he lost his honor. Is that what happened? He, he lost his honor, his family. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but still, again, crazy heart shown by everybody on, on, on in the ring. I got to stand in the ring. Yep. I got to sing the anthem in you the ring. You didn't fuck up the words? I, I, I did not fuck up the words. Um, Wait, did this air on TV or pay-per-view yes, or yes, something? I TV. totally missed it. It aired on TV somewhere. Huh. And I just know that it aired like in several territories. Sure. Um, I just don't know what channel. But um, yeah, I did not mess up the words. Congratulations. Although like halfway through singing it, I thought I was messing up the words. Yeah. yeah, but like I was too kind of like in a daze to really think, right? Because I, I, you know, first of all, unreal. I'm standing in the octagon. Yeah, I should have spent a bit more time in there to really adjust myself. Because yep. the thing is, I don't really get nervous in front of crowds. I mm-hmm. get nervous in front of alien environments. Sure. So like, a stage, no problem. But this, I'm in the center of an octagon mm-hmm. with people around me, 360. No music playing. I'm doing this anthem acapella. Nice. My choice because you know it's it's just easier, and you know less, like army-ish sure um, with a camera right in my face and like I was just like uh, unfamiliar territory I don't like this the ring is strange people just fought here and now I'm singing <laughs> so it's like um, it was a strange feeling uh, but my god that's that that ring was unreal I, cool, I hope man. to find myself in there another day but like to not sing to actually like you know kick my ass or uh, kick someone's ass or get my ass kicked very cool yeah Alrighty. Wow, that was a quite an eventful week for us. Yeah. Lots of watching people. A lot of, a lot of sports. A lot of sweat a lot we of witnessed, sweat. A lot I of feel. Oh, wait, did I mention that Ooh. like the ring girls were these like Korean models? Oh. Yeah, they were very pretty. Um, but like the kind of pretty that I would never approach or speak to. Ah, yeah. yeah the intimidating kind yeah, of the hot. Kind, yeah. yeah, the kind of hot where it's just like, you're very, very attractive. Good day. <laughs> Good day, man. Good day. I, I doff my hat at you. Good hot, day, hot madame. And your fake titties. You no way, you should have been like, I need to say, yo, what's <laughs> up, girl? You come here often. I will what's say up, that. Shawty? I will say though, like f- fake boobs, not, not no, no, it's not nice. You ever hug a girl with fake boobs? It's, no, it's like, oh, there's something in between us. <laughs> it's like there's a barrier. Oh, no, no, okay. I, I didn't get to hug them. But you know how like the ring girls they wear like basically bikinis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like because I was sitting so close to the ring, like these fake boobs were very close to my face. Sure. And the more I looked at them, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can't help but look at them. I'm sorry. I'm a man, and they're in bikinis, and they're attractive ladies. I'm sorry. You know, they have a face, and I looked at don't their, their face. Don't apologize for it. I looked into their eyes as well, girls, ladies. Um, but yeah, the fake boobs are very distracting because mm-hmm. they're just kind of like person, 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 thing, thing. Yep. So it's it's just. That was yours. That was not mine. Was that mine? Was that my phone? Anyway. My phone's on silent. So is mine now. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> um, but, yeah, all in all, cool event. Got to meet the CEO. Uh, he 
seems like a really, really driven business person. Yeah. And Gavin like, One, is that his name? Huh? His last name, his last name is One. No, no, no. Uh, but, oh, uh, is it cool if I talk about this just a little bit more? Because this MMA thing gave me a little bit of insight on, like, what's going on in the world today. Yeah, of course. Okay, I mean, so it's going to seem a bit strange, but... Surely this is the what the what what our target audience wants to listen to. No, 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 okay. So, 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 no, I'm just kidding, of course. So, we, yeah, what do you mean? So... Okay, so... We all kind of have, an, even if you don't watch UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship, you kind of know, like, broad strokes just by looking at your Facebook feed, YouTube channels, what's going on in there. There are a lot um, of... I don't... I, mean, oh, I, so, I find so, fault with that logic, but okay okay, 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 okay. Like, roughly, I think most people are aware of, like, Conor McGregor, John Jones, and roughly what they're up Maybe. to. It appears on some news feeds, you know. But, like... If, if you don't look it up, it's a quick, but that's it's thing. A quick search. Is it depends on your social circle. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people will be like, oh, you must know what's going on with the NFL. I'm like, nope. Uh, okay. No one on my Facebook okay, so, follows football. Basically, what I'm trying to say is most of the biggest fighters in the UFC are that big because they're able to drive drama. Exactly. Their fights are driven by drama and conflict. And, you know, like, oh, your mama is a bitch. Or like, oh, your hometown sucks. Or, oh, I'm going to kick your ass and all your people's ass because I'm the best fighter in America. It is like WWE. Exactly. Mm. It's very machismo. It's very, like, charismatic. It's very much about the drama. That's what sells tickets. Sure. You know, even if you have two talented athletes fighting each other, for the most part, if you have, if you don't have the drama, if you don't have the venom and the vitriol and the the the, the press conference like like scramble, you know, yeah, when they this, do the press conference yeah. and they face off each other and they go like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday," um, it won't sell as much sure. because it's people crave the drama. Yeah, Americans love that. They crave the drama. They crave the suspense. They crave the context. And it's arguable, you know, for some, for the most part. I, I like the drama as well in reality t- TV shows, you know, when they have the, the hatred and everything. Whereas in one MMA, an Asian-based uh, uh, fight company, a lot of the fights were based on the traditions of martial arts. So they had, like, honor and about shit. honor and respect. And there was, you know, it's arguable to say that, you know, sure, it was boring in the way that there was no, like, drama. You know, they weren't, like... Oh, oh, touch gloves. No, you a bitch. Let's fight. It was more like touch gloves. Bow, touch gloves. How's the wife? Yeah, have a good fight, man. I hear your daughter just took up piano lessons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's very much based on respect and honor and everything. And um, especially when you watch like um, MMA events in Japan, in Korea, in uh, 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 Singapore even, the audiences tend to be very respectful. There's no booing. Yeah. There's no hissing. There's no way no, dude. Like, I'm going to go suck. in there. When I watch, I'm going to chant USA. <laughs> and there's no, it's, it's, it's all about, if you ever watch even like UFC events when they're held in Japan, the audience is silent because they're just watching and respecting the fighters and like dissecting the craft more mm-hmm. so than anything else. Mm-hmm. And it kind of made me understand like why the American election is going the way it is. <laughs> you know, because we probably had the most dramatic election in the last year and a half in terms of like it was all about build up and yeah. all about the drama and yeah. all about the conflict between the two sides and how like who's gonna win oh my god bro as opposed to like whose policies make more sense yep. who's uh more level-headed and has a better plan for the next four years it's yeah. more about like that bitch is wrong he is right Ugh, fight who's gonna win you know things like that it, it felt very much like an mma fight mm-hmm. and it kind of gave me context like oh you can see the reflection of both societies even in a sport like this which is a fairly new sport you so know, you're, you're saying hasn't the, been around for very long the u.s election should have been more asian 
I'm saying the U.S. election should take place in an octagon. Oh, that would have been way. That, that yeah. would definitely <laughs> attracted more views. Like celebrity death match. You ever yeah, watched that yeah, on of MTV? Course. That was great. Yeah. yeah, but I just thought that was an interesting insight because, oh, yeah, like, I was talking true. to the CEO and he was explaining to me the philosophy of the company mm-hmm. and like how like they try to keep everything very much based on the art of marshals. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> the martial arts, you know, they try to keep it focused on like the 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 training and the hard work and the respect that the fighters have for each other. Yeah. There's they never try to stir shit, have any drama, and because of that, um, they are able as a young company, they were able to get so many legit sponsors. Mm-hmm. They have LG on board, they have Disney, they have Marvel, they have like freaking <sighs> Alienware and stuff. Like you know, big companies that yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know they would never. UC has like. Reebok and Monster <laughs> Monster Energy Drink Yeah Yeah things like that And Muscle Milk <laughs> Or whatever Etc you know? um, I just thought that was an interesting reflection oh, Of cool. both societies yeah. yeah it's interesting In a sport uh, Anyway Cool man Speaking of Politics <gasps> Wanna play a game Okay Game time Game time Oh it's gonna be a political game It's gonna be a slightly political game It's it's not like super political Just and trivia It's like what year sort Was of, the Bill of Rights ratified Sort of I suspect this game is gonna be Kinda easy But you know I, I feel like keeping it chill On a nice lazy afternoon You'd be like Who was the first secretary of the treasury <laughs> I don't know that So this game It's quote based Oh okay And you basically have to try this, You know You have to discern Which one It's multiple choice you Okay know, Who said this quote Okay the three people okay. on the table today, Donald Trump, okay, <laughs> Adolf Hitler, oh, right. or Gary Busey. Oh, this is going to be fucking hard. <laughs> so All I'm gonna read... crazy in their own ways. <laughs> All white men. But crazy in different ways. It's crazy in very different ways. Crazy in very different ways. So if you can discern the craziness, this game should be extremely easy, actually. Mm, mm. So I'm going to read a quote, and John is going to tell me, Hitler, Trump, or Gary, Busey. Gary Busey. Okay, for the people who don't know who Gary Busey is, where you know him? Where would people know him from? Gary Busey is an actor. Yes, a crazy actor, older gentleman. As of late, he's he's been from? more known for cra- being crazy. Yeah, like he's one of those guys who's just known uh, for being crazy. Yeah, but what movie? Yeah. What movie would people know him from? I don't really know. I, know I keep him thinking from... Point Break, but he's not in Point Break. I know him ironically from Celebrity Apprentice. There you go. <laughs> uh, Gary Busey. I don't know what you would know him from. Actually, he's he's been in a bunch of movies, but you would know his yeah. face because you know he has a strange face. And um, Lethal Weapon, I guess, was the movie yeah, that Lethal I remember Weapon, him he from. Was the vill- he's seventy-two already. Damn, he's old. Yeah. Anyway, ready to play? Yep. Let's go. Well, he wasn't Point Break. Okay. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. First quote. Well, how many do we have, first of all? Oh, for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Yes, get, let's do it. Know, Play along at home. Just get more right than John. Cool? Cool. I mean, not cool because I'm going to win. <laughs> Anyone who sees and paints a sky green and fields blue ought to be sterilized. <laughs> Any- who said this? Hitler, Trump, or Busey? Was it anyone who paints the sky blue? What is it? Anyone who sees and paints a sky green and fields blue ought to be sterilized. Ooh, that's interesting. Okay, so we all, I don't know, we all know, but we all, okay, no, you guys all know of my history of Hitler. <laughs> like, he was, I delved into his character, and Hitler was, was famously a, a painter. Yeah. He was a painter. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Gary Busey's into painting as well. Um, but basically, they're saying Trump that- Trump is into painting as well. Have you seen his skin? Oh, yeah. 
That's like natural skin, um, natural orange painted skin. Um, so they're basically saying if you see if you don't see the sky is blue, you're fucked up. I, I'm actually gonna go just be sterilized. That's such a Hitlery thing, but he's too Hitler. I'm gonna go with Busey on this one. Gary Busey, final answer. And the answer is Adolf Hitler. You motherfucker. <laughs> he, I, it's funny because I knew he was a naturalistic painter and he was coming up in the age of modernism of Picasso and fucked yeah. up things. Yeah. So, yeah. Sterilized? He, he was sterilized? I guess the quote, the, this quote more or less just says like imagination is for pussies. Exactly. Man, there was some foreshadowing. Yeah. But to do what he did took a lot of imagination. Yep. He's a creative dude. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, next quote. Possible. <laughs> next, next one. Next quote. I've been told by doctors and surgeons that I have the energy of 10 men who have normal jobs. Okay, that's Trump. Hitler, Trump, or Busey? That's Trump. That one's Trump, right? The answer is... Gary Busey! Oh, Gary Busey! It's tough, yeah. They're kind of similar they're and the dissimilar. Same, they're kind of, cra- crazy is as crazy does. And the problem is they all three of them have very distinct accents and voices, and Nathan's not doing it, so I'm it's, not, like, it's very hard. Any. I'm not doing any. It's just the content of their thoughts. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the, the early Hitler quote, he probably didn't say it like that. He probably went like, I just like his thing. Why did Martin Exactly. Yeah, he, he didn't say, anyone who sees and paints the sky green and fields blue. Not so much. It would be scary if he did that way, yeah. too, though. All right, next one. Next Damn, one. Suck. Okay. Zero. Ugh. It gets easier. I do not see why man should not be just as cruel as nature. Ooh. Int- ooh. Hitler, Trump, or Busey. Uh, so Trump is up next, right? But it's too that's too articulate for Trump. So I do not see why man should not be as cruel as nature. Is that what it yes, is? Yes, I do not or see why man should not be just as cruel as nature. That is far too articulate to be Donald Trump. Has a poeticism about it, and with and because of that, I will say that this is Adolf Hitler. And the answer is Adolf Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> he n- like neither Gary Busey nor Trump has that poetic like as blah blah blah. I, I will argue a little bit of that. Though. Gary Busey, he is mm-hmm. off his rocker, insane. Right. But every once in a while, he drops like a nugget of wisdom to just make just makes you. I go guess like, we'll see in this game. It yeah. just makes you go like what? No, but literally the way this the words were put together was very. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, but but you have to understand these are translations. Indeed, fair. To be fair, yeah. Um, but yeah, Trump would never say anything like that. Okay. The point is, you can never be too greedy. Hitler, <sighs> Trump, or Busey. That is, it's so Trumpy, but it seems too obvious. No, I will. I'm no, I'm sticking with it. That was Donald J. Trump. The answer is Trump. Yes. Yeah, you're in his head. I'm like trying to like. You know I'm trying to he hear thinks. his voice. I'm like. I'm actually listening for the punctuation. The point is. The point is. You can never be too greedy. You can never be too greedy. I can't do a Trump impression. I don't have that huskiness. Yeah. Alec Baldwin can do a great Trump. Yeah, that was pretty good. Unfortunately, it basically sounds like his normal voice. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. No, his is much more sexy. No, like like it sounds like his voice with a slight inflection to it. Because I was yeah. listening to an Alec Baldwin interview the other day. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I put it next to this Trump impression. It's the same. It's same He's person. not stretching his voice very far. Well, the trick of any good uh, impersonation of someone is not to, I mean, is to get the spirit of them. And he was exactly, very much in exactly. the spirit of them. Exactly. It's like how like people that do Arnold, they always go like, get in the job. But you know, it's not about that. It's more so about the subtleties. Like, I would like some foyo. Things like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up. That was good. Next up. All right. No more massive injections. 
tiny children are not horses. One vaccine at a time. Overtime. Okay, so this is from an anti-vaxer. Clearly, um, this is something to do with autism, and therefore, this has to be Gary Busey, Donald Trump, motherfucker. What was it again? No more massive injections. Tiny children are not horses. <laughs> One vaccine at a time. Overtime. <laughs> oh, it was still. It was. Oh, that's. I'm. I heard it wrong. So it's still. Pro vaccine, it's just like you know, not so much. But like, easy. I just love tiny children and not horses. <laughs> it's, I mean, he's got a point. Yeah, they are not horses. They're not horses. Yeah, they are not. They are children. Should have campaigned on that. Yeah. Next one. Okay, next one. The great masses of the people will more easily fall victims to a big lie than to a small one. The great. What we're talking? The great. The great masses of people will more easily fall victims to a big lie. Than a small one. Mm. Hitler, Trump, or Busey. Uh, logic, my, 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 my brain says Hitler, but my heart says Busey. Not the first time you said that. Yeah. First time I've said it not in bed, though. Mm. Uh, I'm going to follow my heart, and I'm going to go with Gary Busey. But I really think it's Trump. I really think it's Hitler. <laughs> but it's Busey. I'm going with Busey. Final answer, Busey. Should have gone to your heart, man. It's Adolf Hitler. Oh, I should have gone with my head. Damn it. Yeah, actually, I, this is stupid because I think I've actually heard this quote before. He's basically like, this was like, he's like, he's basically talking about the Holocaust here, right? He's, he's talking about like how propaganda is, can, can be used very effectively. Indeed. Yeah. One big lie as opposed to small lies. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, so we have two more questions. I'm doing terrible. I've got, I've got two right so far. You've got... Two right. Well, no. See, this this means that you it just goes to show. You, you don't know how to. You don't. You don't associate with them very closely. Fine by me. If anything is great. If anything, losing is yeah. a good thing. Yeah. You should be proud of yourself. Yeah. You at home, if you're winning, you should be ashamed. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you, God? Jesus. Where is your head? Jesus. Next one. I love this one personally. <laughs> you know what failing stands for? It stands for finding an important lesson. Inviting needed growth. Okay, <laughs> Hitler is definitely not an acronymy kind of guy. <laughs> definitely not. I mean, he had the SS, but you know, I don't think that was his idea. What did um, SS stand for? It's something. It's something in German. Super like, soldiers. Something like that. The stormtrooper and something. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm split between Trump and Busey, but I don't think. Trump is clever enough to come up with an acronym. I think this has to be Gary Busey. Gary Busey, final answer. And it's Busey yeah, all the way. It yeah, it is. If I'm not wrong, I saw this interview. He said this shit off the cuff. <laughs> and then he stopped for a while and was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. What is it again? What, is, what does failing stand for? Finding an important lesson. Inviting needed growth. Oh, that's so good. Good. You get a tattoo of that. That's why Gary Busey, like he's off his rocker. That's what I'm saying. Every once in a while, he just drops those little nuggets Acronym, of wisdom. nugget wisdom thingies. <coughs> last right, question. Last one. Okay, here we go. Just to end this game on a, on a pleasant note. You know, it really doesn't matter what the media write, as long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of ass. <laughs> Oh, I really want this to be Hitler. <laughs> I really want this to be Hitler. You know, that was in a German accent. <laughs> yeah, yes, Borat, what were you going to say? <laughs> Can I help you? What's a German accent? Yeah, I think you should keep doing it as Borat. <laughs> you, you know, know. <laughs> it really doesn't matter what the... Now it's Russian. 
Uh, okay, so here's my dilemma still, right still here. Still can't do accents. Still don't think it's Hitler, but I think if this was a Trump quote, this would be a really often quoted Trump quote, and I've never heard this before. You know, it really doesn't matter what the media write as long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of ass. Also, I don't think, as crude as he is, I don't think Trump is the kind of guy to say piece of ass. That's just not, doesn't seem to be his vernacular. Uh-huh. Therefore, I will go one more time with Gary Busey. And the quote comes from President-elect Oh my god Donald Trump DJT What you doing bruh? Okay so to be fair What's the context of this quote? To be fair This wasn't done in front of like The press or whatever Was this from the bus? Was this on the bus? No This was an in- This was an in- uh, an interviewer Uh huh And they were technically off the record When he said this This wasn't from the bus quote? The, the I grab my the pussy do whatever No 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 This huh. was like a completely separate thing He was talking to somebody And I believe like They were on their way To like ringside For like a match or something And he didn't say off the record yeah. yeah, but like he was with someone from the media, and like they, you know, this is something he said. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> so what? What kind of uh, wisdom can we glean from this game this week? Um, that sometimes horrible people go on to do great things, and it can be confusing. Yeah, it can confuddle you. It can make you lose a game terribly. But we still move on. Yeah. Life life keeps moving on. Just remember the good times. Remember the good things he did in their past. The things that make you really stand up and, and pause. The sun will rise. Like Point Break. Yes. Or Lethal Weapon. A lethal Weapon. Starring Gary Busey. At the end of the day, he's not really that bad a guy. <laughs> Gary Busey is the best of these three. Oh, by far. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. I mean, second and third place is really close together. Like yeah, really yeah, neck and neck, yeah, fighting yeah. it out. But Busey is by far the saint of this group. Yeah, Trump. Trump has four years to catch up. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> that was game time. Game time. Game time. Oh god. Everyone's still kind of confused, and I love it. Feels bad, man. Everyone is still like so. Well, yeah, it's going to take us a while to come to terms with what the fuck is happening with the world. But I think, hey, man. I think it's going it's, it, it's to take until his actual inauguration. Oh, and then some. And no, I think people. this is going to confound historians for years to come. Years to come. I, ca- I, I, I cannot forward. wait to explain this to my grandchildren. Yeah, I don't know Assuming how Assuming it to. doesn't happen again. He, yeah. Assuming, uh, hopefully, President you know, Bieber. No, who would be? Um, young Trump. No one. There's no one. No, I can think probably of. President Willow Smith. You Jade, know. Maybe what about Jaden Smith? Jaden's a little bit too far left. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough, yeah, fair yeah. Enough. Wow, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so that was game time, and we're about to head into f- We Read Your Shit, which I feel like this is a perfect moment right now to do this little thing I want to do, Nathan. So, as we talked about before, we have one set of And It Rained uh, paraphernalia to give away. Yes. We actually have two sets to give away, we have right? two sets. So, I have uh, selected a winner. We're going to get to that in a bit. But I want to play another game, this time just with our audience, to find out who will receive the second package. Is that cool with you, bro? That's cool with me. So here's how it's going to work, folks. Oh, this- do, I, do I have to play Game Time again? Yes, do it again, because it's so good. Game Time! Game Time! Alrighty, so if you remember from last week, folks, um, we played a game, Adeline and Nathan played a game, where I would play a movie scene, just the audio, and they would have to tell me where this is from. Mm. So I have another set to give away, and I'm going to play a game with you guys, the exact same game. I'm going to play a clip from a movie, and you guys have to private message me. Don't just post it on Twitter. Don't just post it on Instagram. That makes no sense, because then everyone would see the answer. Yeah. Direct message us on Twitter, email us, or hit us up on Facebook or on Instagram. Any any silent secret 
way of doing that, and you stand a chance to winning. So, without further ado, oh, if you've if you've already taken part but you weren't selected for the prize, this is basically a second chance, yeah, a go chance for it at redemption. And also, like you know how we say play at home, now you're actually playing along at home. So, without further ado, folks, please tell me, and then you have an advantage here because you actually you literally should Google it if you don't know. If you know at the top of your head, that's amazing. Let me know. But if there's a little, there's enough clues in here that you can figure out where it's from. Um, How's this gonna go? Like, do I just sit and watch you do this? Yeah, okay. I'm just gonna play the clip. It's like 20 seconds long, and then cool. we're gonna move on with our lives. Here Alrighty. we go. Ready? Listen up, folks. What movie is this scene featuring Rain from? Can I walk with you, or I'll buy you a cup of coffee, or? or okay, now it's starting to rain. <laughs> no, but that's okay. I don't mind getting wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually. Paris is the most beautiful in the end. I feel like that, that's what I'm always saying. I, I couldn't agree more with you. Yes, it is more beautiful. By the way, my name is Gabrielle. Gil. Nice to meet you. It's a pretty name. <laughs> all right Who's so that that's the scene who's, who's that, that actress? actress where are they um i'm not gonna give too many hints here because you know I, I will say though this is actually one of my favorite movies to have come out in recent years hmm. so it's not that old i haven't seen it it's not that new yeah it's a good movie though you should watch this nathan knows what movie it is he figured it out but yeah so guys what movie is that from send it in a direct message us and we will pick another winner and guys don't forget if you haven't yet please support and it rain kickstarter i'm sure it's gonna be really cool look back on previous show notes to get the link for that cheers guys and now folks it is time for the news the news yeah i'll just play the old jingle yeah i think the old one's better one, two, three, four! World news, interviews, while on Terra Puppy Shoes, television, movie sports, racist fans, tiny horse, so many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing? I mean, I like that it's fresh. Like, it's, like you tried something. You tried something, and no one can I say went that you for didn't. It. I you went, went for it. it. Yeah. You went whole hog. Took a risk. Um, you took a risk. You took a risk, and then you know that's admirable. In the end of the day, yeah. Lots of things to talk about here, Nathan. Uh, let's start with some political but beautiful news. How about that? Because you know okay. this week we've been having. Did you know, Nathan, that Taiwan is set to legalize same-sex marriages? That's the first in Asia. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. This is being reported by the um, the AP, American, uh, the Al- uh, Associated Press. Mm, took a while, <laughs> <laughs> and it says here. Sushan and her partner are raising a five-month-old, uh, raising five-month-old twi- twins together, but only one of the women is their legal parent. This could soon change as Taiwan appears set to become the first place in Asia to legalize same-sex marriage. It's a really nice article. Read it, guys. It's in the show notes. That's awesome. But that's actually in. I like that they kind of started that way because that's kind of in a nutshell. It's like when people say, "Why do we need same-sex marriage? Why can't they just be partners? Why does it need to be this?" They're not going to be married in church anyway. It's because practical things like this. It's like yeah. if if your partner is not legally your 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 spouse, then things like this can happen. Like, what if something happens to one of these mothers? Or, yeah. you know, and the other one doesn't get because that's fucked up. Yeah. So I think Taiwan is forging a cool future for people in Asia, and everyone should get on board with this. It's it's just about fucking time. I think 
Taiwan more so than any other country is probably one of the more like forward in Asia. Mm-hmm. And you spent think, a good amount of time there. Yeah, I've think, never been. I think what also helps is that they try to separate themselves from China itself um, f- quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go there, you often see pr- like demonstrations and protests against China. Very un. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say very un Chinese, <laughs> but like especially if they're against yeah. China. Yeah, and, and it's not something that I want to get into because I personally do not take a side on either way like you know because i i wasn't raised in either country i wasn't born in another country sure, i sure. don't know the real struggle i don't know the real problems from an outsider's perspective i don't have a dog in this fight so you can't eat that dog china <laughs> <laughs> okay way, way cr- cringy way you put that aside i mean but like and it's cool i understand not wanting to get like too political and really take a side but like yeah. like surely you would want I mean, surely everyone has a dog in this fight, whether it's not important or not. Oh, no, no, it's so like, which side I, of your I, values? I am, no, no, no. See, I'm talking more about the Taiwan-Chinese conflict. Oh, okay, you know, okay. About independence. I don't have a dog on that fight. I just think that um, a lot of it is based on the fact that Taiwan tries to set itself apart from China. Yeah. Um, uh, and Hong Kong. And Hong Kong, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because I think countries like China, like even our country, are <clears throat> many years away from legalization of gay marriage. Um, in Taiwan, it just seems like a logical thing to do because when you go there, you don't feel any kind of vitriol or hatred for things like yeah. this. They don't have any taboos in the society for homosexuality. It's, At least I've, none that I notice. And according to this website, um, according to this news article, about 80% of Taiwanese people aged 20 to 29, basically the future, uh, support same-sex marriage. Yeah. You know? That's pretty cool. And, like, the justice ministry is on record saying... Um, Where's that quote? It was a really nice one. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Taiwan's justice ministry has not backed a specific bill, but pledged on its website last month, last, last month, last month, last month to maintain a quote, an attitude of openness, unquote, towards same-sex marriage. Uh-huh. Uh, the president uh, herself, I didn't even know that, President Tsai said as recently as October that she supports same-sex marriage. Oh. That's really cool, man. That's awesome. You know, it's really cool that they're doing this. I mean, who knows? I mean, hopefully it gets through uh, their lawmakers there and comes to it comes to the floor. But if that happens, hey man, that's a big that's a big step because mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you could argue that Asia has one of the more you know conservative views in the world. And so it's it's good that yeah. someone's trying to break some barriers here. Yeah. But of course, there's opposition into it, and there's going to be opposition to anything. But it looks like the tide is. The tide in Taiwan is showing what they want, and what they want is for gays to be together. <laughs> you should go to Taiwan when you get the challenge, man. Taipei is a really nice city. I really should, and the weather's nice there. Imagine right? Singapore, but cheaper. Oh god, I love it already. Yeah, it's basically that's like the 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 elevator pitch for Taipei. Can I get around with my English? Um, I think so. Ish. Maybe not in like the more rural areas, but for the most part, the younger people there understand English. They oh, may not cool. dare speak it to you because yeah. they don't practice it. Fair, but I think they understand it. But also, there's a lot of signage that that's in English. In English, the MRT there is you know eerily similar to Singapore's. So right. it's basically like being in Singapore. But I mean, actually, in this day and age, when you have Google and you have Google Translate, I mean, yeah. have you have you seen that Google Translate where you like turn on the camera and like yeah, you can that point is it so at things. cool, man. It's like it's like augmented reality. Yeah, like basically, you can take you can use the Google app, turn your camera, point it at signs, and it'll translate it in real time to what it is. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, and like I've been using it. I've been having fun with it here in Singapore to like read menus. I'm like, oh, that's what that translates to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
right. So good on you, Taiwan. Good on ya. Uh, here's a cool headline. Hershey stuffs thousands of Kit Kats into car of student who got his stolen. What? what, what? <laughs> okay, so this guy basically posted it because social media gets so sh- gets shit done. Uh-huh. Basically, this guy posted. Let's see here. It says. Uh, he posted a thing on Instagram, right? Where he said uh, this note that was left in his car. So this guy posted, uh, his name is Hunter Jobbins. And he, it says, this note says, saw Kit Kat in your cup holder. I love Kit Kats. So I checked your door and it was unlocked. Did not take anything other than the Kit Kat. I am sorry and hungry. So someone broke into this guy's car and stole his Kit Kat. Uh Hershey responded and tweeted, Keep your Kit Kat thief at Javins has now all the candy. And look at this photo, Nathan. Look how much Kit Kats he has now. Oh, my goodness. 6,000 bars of Kit Kats, I believe is what it is. Have you... Okay, how do you eat your Kit Kat? Segment by segment, or do you eat it like a candy bar? Look, I do what Colbert says, and I break into segments, and I eat it one by one. Also, I don't eat Kit Kats because Kit Kats are for communists. Colbert says... Oh yeah, dude! In his in his in his the evening of the election, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. like all the things that we can agree right, on. Right, 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 right. One of the things was if you eat Kit Kats like a regular candy bar, you're a monster. I'm sorry to say that I eat it like a regular candy bar. Ah, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> like I I seldom uh, break it up piece by piece unless it's a green tea Kit Kat. Then you got to savor that. Shit oh, that's so good. I love. I don't like regular green regular Kit Kats, but I love the. Like the Japanese, you don't like ones. regular Kit Kats. They're okay, but I'd rather have a Snickers really? or a Payday or a whatchamacallit. Dude, or, uh, like I would be hard pressed to give you an answer if you asked me to choose between Kit Kats and Twix. What Twix is your favorite though? We I know, that I know. Back in episode, Twix is my whatever. favorite, but Kit Kat is like a throwback. You know, like you have it since you're a kid, and it's kind of like it, it never lets you down. I mean, yeah. sure. You know com- what else we had when we were kids? The Cold War. Uh-huh. And we don't want that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But you know, I, I, I am a At least Kit when Kat. I was a kid. I'm a Kit Kat fan. I, you know, I understand that the corporation they might be stealing some chocolate from us because you know when they indent the Kit and the Cat, that's chocolate that we what could, that, that's chocolate that we could. Whatever, be we're not paying for. It. We're paying for the by the gram, whatever. But, <laughs> but anyway, that's the point. Is like I like I just like the idea that it's someone's job in like these big companies to look out for such on social media and like how do we get our name out there and do something <laughs> cool and they're like oh this guy had his Kit Kat stolen. It got retweeted a hundred thousand, hundred eighty thousand times, <laughs> and it got favored over five hundred thousand times. And Hershey was just like, all right, here is six thousand five hundred Kit Kats, dude. Goodness. Which he shared with other students in his school. Good for you. That's awesome. Jobbins. Uh, Nate, do you have any news for us to look at? Um, do you want to talk about the New Zealand earthquake? Yeah, I don't... I mean, that was... Have you seen the footage of it? It's I've pretty nuts. Couple, I mean, that's something, right? Is that, like, in this day and age with, like, um, video, YouTube... Yeah. Um, Vine? Got yeah. Vines? Like, all yeah, the Vines? Yeah, yeah. Vines are dead. So... Um, yeah, it's, it's easy to find footage of this thing happening, and it was intense. Yeah, it was a 7.8 magnitude earthquake. Mm-hmm. And just for some context, the one that hit Aceh and Bandung, like, you know, back in 2012, that was an 8.3, I believe. Right. So it's not too far off. You know, yeah. it's pretty devastating. Um, it's... If any of you have friends and family uh, living in New Zealand, I hope they're okay. Because um, there were there's many videos of like just buildings collapsing, houses yep. being leveled, and things like that. I have never personally experienced a um, earthquake in my life. Really? 
Never. Hmm. The closest I've gone was when I was in Taiwan, actually, because they get earthquakes pretty often. Um, and I was in a hotel, and it just my bit just shook a little bit. Yeah, it just shook a teensy bit, and that's it. Actually, I experienced a very mild earthquake when I was in Singapore. It was one of the ones that hit the epicenter was in Indonesia. I think this was in 2009. And literally, it's just like, I feel kind of dizzy. And then you can, it was almost like, it was like Jurassic Park. Like, you could just see the glasses on the table that we were sitting at. Just like, the water was like, just shaking a little bit. Uh-huh. And we were, it, we were like, only on the fourth floor of a building. <laughs> but the most intense earthquake I felt was actually in the Philippines. And I was just, I remember just me and my friends were just like, walking around. And all of a sudden, it felt like someone shoved us. Oh, and gosh. all the electricity went out. It was a really short one, like it was just a couple seconds, but uh-huh. that's what it felt like. Someone like like as if someone just pushed you out of nowhere, and at the same time, all the lights went out. Damn. It was a weird experience. But like, what the footage shows of Christchurch was nuts, man! Like shaking consistently for a long time. Yeah. Well, thankfully, the casualty count was not extremely high. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, but there was a loss of communication for a while. You know, we weighed a lot of people all over the world. Yeah, a lot of buildings like, went down. Yeah, and like yeah. streets split down the middle, like like the gates of hell opening or something. Yep. Um, but what I wanted to show you, you know, in the midst of all this chaos and, uh, um, uh, you know, just kind of destruction is something that only 2016 can offer us hey, in this day no. and age. Somebody playing World of Warcraft <laughs> and streaming it. Okay. <laughs> While the earthquake hits, of course. So I'm going to show John this video. Uh, it'll me. be in the show notes. Um, it's a, it's a simple little thing. So uh, I, I I don't play World of Warcraft, so I have no context. Man, that is a cluster fight. It's, it's a raid. Oh shit! So the man is. He's feeling the earthquake while playing World of Warcraft and fighting a big boss. <laughs> he doesn't know whether to continue playing or hide under his table. <laughs> he's off his chair. That's the funny thing. He's like, he's like, do I keep fighting this boss? Huge. It's huge. The people in the game. Oh, I need to listen to this back with like clean audio. It sounds like the people in the game are saying funny things too. Oh, it's really going kicking off right there. Oh, he fell down. Oh no. Oh, now it's really going. Holy shit. The people in the game are just going like, keep playing, you pussy. <laughs> and he's like, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Okay, look for that in the show notes, folks. Wow. Only, only in 2016. Only, I love it. I love the, inter- the internet. <laughs> but um, yeah, pretty bad earthquake. Uh, you know, mostly infrastructure damage that might take a while to repair. Yeah. But, you know, if you if you are a New Zealand listener, uh, we hope that you're safe. We yeah, hope that, take uh, care, everyone. All your things and possessions are not too badly damaged and um live in a bungalow yeah that's a weird thing to say uh, uh yeah uh i got a couple more things i want to get to here yeah all right here's one selfie seeking tourist topples 18th century sculpture somehow not surprised not surprised right i feel like this happens on a daily basis probably nowadays. right <laughs> Uh, like if it's not like a painting getting scratched, it's a sculpture being toppled over, or like, um, like the legend, the the Jesus painting that looked yeah. like the one from Mister Bean. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of this apparently. Even in this article alone, they're listing all these different things that happened. But let's see. Um, blah, 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 blah. Now we have a buffoon who this week visited Lisbon's National Museum of Ancient Art and toppled an 18th century Portuguese sculpture while posing for a photo with it. Like, how can you, like, wouldn't you be terrified to be, like, taking a photo that close to something? I don't even know how that happens. Like, 
Yeah. Like if you're taking a selfie stick or whatever, like the fucked up thing is that they take a, they took a picture of the aftermath and Nathan, look what happened to the poor sculpture. It's broken. Oh my. It's broken. St. Michael ain't getting up after that. <laughs> but like, have you ris- visited an art museum lately, Nathan? I have. Yes, actually. When I was in Beijing, I went to this really cool district called 768. Ooh, that sounds T- like fun. Tsiliopa. Is that right? Sanliopa. I think it's called 768. Right. But it's basically like a giant industrial area. Like, it legit just used to be factories. Like a warehouse? No, like an, an area. Oh. Like, imagine like Orchard Road, but like all factories. Like car factories, steel factories, everything. <laughs> I was it's like, like a- oh, thanks for clearing that up for me. It's like, so take Orchard Road, remove all the malls. I got it. Yes. It's like an area. It's not just one building. It's <laughs> yeah, a whole yeah, fair, fair, fair. district okay. of warehouses and, and factories and everything. And it's all abandoned because they all relocated to somewhere further away from the city center. Cool. And it's all just like cafes, art museums, galleries, sick. Um, workshops, things like that. It's a really, really cool sick. area. Sick, sick, yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the reason I bring that up is because um, if you don't freaking art art galleries a lot folks or if you've only seen it in, like movies or whatever it's a very different experience these days it's like people just taking around taking photos of the art either of selfies with them in the art or like or like take just photos of the art i guess to view later or like to post on their facebook and like check it out it's yeah. like it's a weird experience i kind of wish i was went to i went to museums before like camera cameras phones. camera phones are invented because it'd be i bet it'd be a much more engaging experience like, I, I remember, still remember I still remember going to museums when like people were using like those disposable cameras yeah that, there, there was a charm to that I was not going to museums yet at the time yeah. like for example like if you go to the MoMA in New York fucking hell it gets crowded <laughs> and like and like I was with you remember yeah, when yeah, we yeah. saw Starry Starry Night exactly and it was surrounded Just by totally surrounded hundreds of cameras of people photos, taking photos Van Gogh um, is rolling in his grave uh, I'm sure he likes the attention yeah uh, but like Okay, I wanted to, actually that's actually what I wanted to bring up. In the MoMA is the very famous pa- painting by Dali, The Persistence of Memory. You you guys will know it. It's the one with like fucking clocks melting the melting and clock. ants walking around and ears on trees and and on beach whatever. But like it's tiny. It's really small. It's like on an A4 piece of paper, like much smaller than you than you would suspect. And you can't get close to it and see the details because everyone has to stand a distance away because everyone's taking fucking photos of it. Yeah. So basically, I'm saying that millennials are killing art. Although it is arguable that that image itself is art. Sure. The image of, you know, the, the, the youth kind of like devaluing. Almost yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to be that person because remember there was an article a while ago of like yeah. people of all these kids sitting on a bench on their phones or reading something instead of looking at art. And they were like, this is what kids are now. But really, it was actually them doing a report, like yeah, yeah, yeah. a photo taking just moments ago was them looking at a painting and now they're like taking notes on it so i don't yeah. want to be that person but it is kind of frustrating that like this is a priceless piece of art yeah like and now it's just dead because of selfies thanks obama <laughs> or whoever i don't know i i just think it's like um it's 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 art in and of itself you know it's a current reflection of the generation yeah, yeah no absolutely Seeing that's that image. actually a good point yes like going to the museum itself that is the art um and it's pretty interesting it is very quite interesting, but like it's also like I've I've funny. got I've got one last story to to kind of please please lighten yes. the mood. I've got no more anyway. So yes, so please this with something good. This I'm personally just like I'm happy. Like I'm truly happy about this new story. All right. Um, a few days ago, Jackie Chan finally receives an Oscar. Oh wow! At the Governor's Ball. At the Governor's Ball, he received like an honorary Oscar. 
basically like an accomplishment Oscar going like you did a lot of really cool things like a lifetime achievement yeah award? like an achievement Oscar but um, was it the actual I mean the Oscar ceremony ceremony wasn't Well, no, it, it was it was the governor's ball, and it was held by the academy. So oh, this okay. Oscar, it, it came from the academy. An off-season it was, yeah, Oscar. It didn't come from like you know the gift store. <laughs> like they just <laughs> wrote good. his name of Sharpie. But yeah, he finally got an Oscar after two hundred films, over two hundred films, and fifty two years in the industry. He is getting recognized, and um, you know fellow celebrities um, like Lin Manuel. He treated Jackie Chan won an honorary Oscar tonight, Woo-hoo. and that makes me very happy. Arnold Schwarzenegger tweets. Along with a very confounding image <laughs> of congrats, I'll show you in a bit. Okay, congrats to my friend Jackie Chan on his fantastic honor. After two hundred movies, you certainly deserve this Oscar. You always inspire, and this is the image that accompanies it. <laughs> <laughs> so what we see here is, yeah, just I don't Arnold know and Jackie Chan hanging out inside. I get, what is that? What the fuck? What the movie would that have been from? I don't know. Jackie Chan is dressed like an old drunkard, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is dressed like a gay Frenchman. Sure. As usual, yeah, okay. Um, but I just want to play a bit of his um, uh, his uh, acceptance speech here because Jackie Chan holds a very special place in my life. Um, I watched his movies growing up, uh, and to me, his movies were kind of like the connector between like me and my parents a mm-hmm. lot because a lot of things that I watch, my parents don't really watch. You know, either they don't have the time or the patience or the attention to really like watch the shows that you know. Um, Uh, Breaking Bad or Game yeah. of Thrones, or but whatever. everyone's down for Jackie. Exactly, like, we don't have a sh- we don't have a show that we watch together, you know. And I think that's a uh, that's something that um, uh, if kids have of their parents, it's a really cool thing. Yeah, to definitely. Have, you know, it's like, almost like a, a club that you're in. But with Jackie Chan movies, it would always be when there's, when there's a new one out, I'll be like, hey, want to go watch catch a movie together, and want to go catch a new Jackie Chan movie, and we'll be like, yeah, sure, let's go. No wonder you and your family are less close these years. <laughs> past couple years <laughs> he hasn't been making any movies <laughs> thanks a lot Jackie <laughs> the okay, hard but... tone of family's breaking up <laughs> um, although it breaks my heart to say his last movie Skip Trace I stopped that movie a good half an hour in because it got it got rough yeah I can imagine but again it, it, it didn't seem like he had much of his flavor in it It's... I mean he's like also 112 years old right He's like 60 I He's think. way up there Yeah no but like he No it was more so like You can tell that he just didn't have Much of a hand in the shots And right. the directing and everything Cause it was a mess Directorially it was a mess Sure Shot wise it was a mess Everything was just Rough But you know I I, I forgive the guy Cause He Brought you and your family he's, together he's, he's Jackie Chan No he's, yeah. he's, he's made more good ones Than stinkers Oh yeah definitely Yeah but here's a little uh, Chunk of his speech um, I don't know how far, far We're gonna go I haven't seen this myself because I wanted to save this for the show. And I messed up playing it. Nope, I didn't think. There we go. I love his accent. He's so too. adorable, yeah. I still can't believe I'm standing here. It's a dream. Long time ago, every year when I watch uh, Oscar with my dad, sometime with my mom, My dad always said, son, you get so many movie out, a war in the world, when are you get one of these? Nathan started to cry. Then I just look at my dad, ha, ha, ha. Then Single I tear. only make, make comedy action movies. Huh. Many years later, I come to Hollywood, meeting with some big studio director, my friend's house. Stallone's house, 
there was 23 <laughs> Stallone just like taking <laughs> a video these little things in his house I touched her I kissed her <laughs> I smelled her I believe I still have my fingerprints in the Cuban talk about Stallone's Oscars then I talk to myself <laughs> I really want one <laughs> finally Sherry calls I'm saying are you sure after 56 years film industry making more than 200 films I break so many bones finally this is mine Oh, <laughs> uh, that's really sweet of him he goes on he, he's gonna get going on but uh, find the whole clip in our show notes I, I love Jackie Chan man like he just seems like such a talented dude and like with such vision and like you know if anyone has seen the every frame of painting video yeah brilliant um, on Jackie Chan's like process and how he works and how he shoots and choreographs his fights um, it'll give you a newfound appreciation for his work. It's in the show notes. Yep. I'm so I'm so efficient with the show notes. I'm so great. efficient. No, but it it really is like after watching that and like kind of looking back on all the movies of of his that I've seen, like uh, he he he's he's um he's just like an Asian icon, you know, yeah, in, the American, in the in the Western world and the and the Eastern world as well. Um, I met the guy once. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He just go. Uh, very quiet man. Very soft spoken. Didn't say much. I took a picture of him because I was freaking out. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, but he didn't say much. He was just like, oh, hi, hi, yes, yes, picture, picture, sure. Um, but yeah, happy for him. Congratulations. Jackie. That's great. Feel free to come on the show anytime. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> didn't he court a little bit of controversy in recent years? Something about his son. Yeah, yeah, his son was his son was caught of a significant amount of marijuana. Oh, oh, yeah, whatever, yeah. Then. It was then whatever. Yeah, it <laughs> never was, mind. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was one of those things where like the Eastern world freaked out. The Western world was kind of like, yeah. The Western world was kind of like, who cares, really? <laughs> but the Asian world, uh, they've basically condemned his son, Ugh. and to a certain extent, it's extended to him as well. Oh, that's unfortunate. It was, re- it was really just the Mary J. It, yeah, it was very. But you know, it's 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 illegal in in this part of, of the course, world. Of course, of so, course. You know, illegal is illegal. You know, drugs are bad. So and so. But yeah, America. When they heard about it, they're just kind of like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, uh, this is intense. This is just really quick. If you Google. Um, jc chan which is his name yeah uh the first thing that google pops up is what happened to jackie chan's son and the answer is uh was he was arrested in beijing for marijuana consumption and and possession the actor and singer could face anything this is the crazy part could face anything from three years to life in prison or even execution if convicted whoa (laughs) whoa yeah whoa 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 I, I think it's it has a lot to do with the fact that he's Jackie Chan's son as well. You know, yeah. they want to make an example of him. But this is all done, right? It's like it's everything settled. Let's see. I don't know. Is he still in prison? In two thousand blah blah blah. It was later blah blah blah. He was in prison for a while. He was released from prison in February thirteen of twenty fourteen of twenty fifteen. Excuse me. Blah blah blah. I think he's just laying low now. Yeah. Okay. Just laying low now. Yeah, That's but. Just, um, Strange times, East and West. Absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, yes, congratulations to Mr. Jackie Chan yes. for doing us proud out yeah. there in the world, getting himself an Oscar. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Maybe we have to do 300 films before I get my Oscar. I only it's have not, two. It's not going to happen. I've only done, no, I've only ever done, 
one short film and one TV series that you know I have certain feelings about. But so, uh, <laughs> in other words, two hundred more for you. Two hundred more for me. Okay. Uh, so thank you guys for listening to the episode. Cheers. Um, I hope you had a great time. I hope you, uh, this was a learning experience for you because Number it's a learning 70. experience for us as well. We are seventy in. We are getting up there in the years. Indeed. You know. uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, next episode comes out this Sunday. Yeah. In which we are going to... Uh, we didn't have time to read any shit today. So I think we're going to dedicate a good chunk of Sunday's episode oh, to reading your shit. So it's, you know, Sunday fan day. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday yes. fan day. Sunday is fan day, fun day. Fun day, fan day. Um, so listen in on that, you know... Um, if we're going to read the stuff that you sent in on Twitter, on Instagram, over the website, on yep. uh, uh, iTunes reviews, emails. We're getting almost like everything. So yeah. So in, so if you haven't yet, please support us. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and support us on Patreon if you want to give us some money to help us keep this thing going. Uh, until then, just know that we love you and that you're a special snowflake. Snowflake. Bye. Thanks for the hang. I need to say, yo, what's up, girl? You come here often? <laughs> <laughs>